Last time on Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. After many months of training and fiercely masturbating in the hyperbolic time chamber, Mike and Ryan finally begin discussing Blink-182's newest album, California. For so long, it warranted being split into two episodes. We last left our heroes during Miller time, while they decided to discuss the new Blink-182 classic, Kings of the Weekend. Will they ever finish reviewing this album? Find out now in part two of Here's to You, California. Take your pants off again. So, Kings of the Weekend. Kings of the Weekend. Um, I've heard either people really love this song and think it's classic Blink, or they're like, what the hell? He's fucking 40-year-old singing this shit for. Um, I This is becoming slowly one of my favorite songs in the album. Same. Um, it uh, has a classic pop-punk vibe to it. I'm not sure if it has like a... Um, if it sounds like an old Blink song, I can't This really... to me sounds like pop punk of like circa 2005, like just as Blink was sort of ending, you know? Yeah. Like I can see this being like a, like a some 40, no, it's not some 41. A little bit. Like I'm trying to think of that. I'm trying yeah. to think what that reminds me of. That, yeah. And there's that beat by Travis, which is one of the coolest beats. And I love As much as I love the After Midnight beat, to me, this sounds like a sort of perfection of that beat yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's that but just like next level even a little bit more interesting and something we haven't really talked a lot about but um uh just to go back into i think travis's drumming in this is just incredible and i, th- I think it's what you said on the, how the untitled album it's like it was restrained and on neighborhoods it's probably one of his like most showcasey albums there is right. this album i feel like he's restrained to what's going on in the music i think i feel like this is a really nice balance of those two mm-hmm. there's moments where he's drama club to shredding like cynical right um and then there's almost such a lonely place where he's just kind of doing this little roll, you know, mm-hmm. or like, he's doing like, there's a lot of, um, what I haven't really remembered notes. from Travis is, uh, what do you call, I don't, I'm not a drummer, so I don't know the terms, but it's like kind of that poppy, like really kind of, um, like it's kind of a punk beat, but it has a pop to it kind of thing. Hmm. What is that called? It's like a, and there's also like a, it's sort of like you would see now in like a lot of um, like garage rock kind of stuff where it's sort of like has a really big, uh, like a lot of air to the the, the punk beat. Hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Or I'm trying to think of a, of a song that kind of does it, it. Are you saying like a certain style of beat? Yeah, where it's sort of like, a, it's like a punk, punk beat, but there's a lot of like, it's not, it's more just like a... Like yeah, like a this is like a like you know a little bit of a like a two hit snare yeah. kind of thing. It's almost like maybe like what, some of the stuff you're hitting is like on a halftime, and the rest of it's like just yeah. Cool. Like I, I I wish I knew the term, and I wish I can pull up like a yeah. Neither of us are drummers, <laughs> but uh, but Kings of the Weekend. Um, Skip it, to the end. Like, yeah. <laughs> it like at first I'm just like, oh, this is kinda like on the surface comes Here off. Here we go. Yeah, like yeah, we're just like we're no kings of the weekend. Nah, 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 nah. Um this is like and you know, is a song about like um basically these guys being young, yes, and were saved by punk rock. Like they were like, and there's so many mentions to songs in this album. Yeah. Like, and I never noticed it. Like one of my first things I remember texting you, cause we, you know, side, side note, we did like a pop punk little album, like a couple years ago, swimming with shirts, swimming on, with shirts on by and, naked people running. And my whole shtick on that thing is yelling, you know, things in the background. Like yeah. The backup vocal. I think in the outro for this uh, podcast, if you, if your listeners, the listeners in the home, if you just crank it up and you hear that outro, it usually cuts out around the time. Yeah. You're just like, wow. <laughs> and this, there's that whole thing where, um, uh, you know, because we got no control, no control. Yeah, those. Uh, yeah. W- like, so we, as we were like, when the album came out, we we're like texting, like, "There's so many Ryan parts on this," <laughs> and I'm like, "That's it." And that is a re- total reference. We're we're back to like another check mark off the list. Uh, Bad religion reference mm. right there in the song. There's a I have an album called No Control, and it's even we got like a song that's called No Control where they say we got no control. We have no control. Yeah, 
I take that as two ways. It's like almost like saying the idea we have no control of ourselves. We're going crazy. But, but also because also, we got that album, we have this album. We have no control. Yeah. That's what that. Ooh, that's that's pretty good. It's about. I think that was the moment that for me is doing what I said. Like, oh, Los Angeles is like chaotic. It's like the city. I feel like this is having that effect on me clicked, for Kings of the Weekend. It like, just clicked with me cool. with that. That's really where cool. it's not necessarily these kids like riding in the streets. Like, yeah, we're Kings of the Weekend. It's we just got off school and we got punk rock and we're gonna fucking go crazy in our yeah. in our bedrooms, jumping on on our bed. <laughs> like that's what that's about. That's that's and fun. there's also reference. I think I'm gonna say this is referencing. Well, so. Um, you were talking about the maturity of the lyrics now. This is just writing about like, oh, it's people in their forties, like whatever. Um, I think there's two two ways you can do that, right? If you're in your forties, you can write a song about youthful abandon and just have it sort of be generically about youthful abandon, and I don't think that's good. Mm-mm. But if you're sort of writing a song that's reflecting on your past experiences and those past experiences are youthful abandon, um, that's fine. Yeah, like, well, I think it's great. Even, not even that. Like it's almost like suburban, like such a suburban kid song. Right. Like, uh, well, that it's it gets to the heart of something that's in the board to death video. One of the few things I, I liked about it is that it's this idea of like, yeah, we're finally going to stick it to the man by going in this like swimming pool and keep my clothes on, <laughs> you know, like, it, yeah, like, like, I'm, like I'm, I'm going crazy cause I'm playing punk rock right now. Like it's like, yeah, like it's, it's ultimately harmless in a way. So there's another one and I don't know if this is just a coincidence, but I feel like it's not, can't be a coincidence, but in the beginning of the song, did you steal my prayers? Don't. Yeah. Did you steal where I, feel numb, I feel numb and all numb. or nothing. All or Nothing is a Pennywise album, mm. and uh, it's a recent Pennywise album. Really, but it, it's a Pennywise album. So, do you think? Do you think it's a coincidence? I'm, I don't no think control it is. what. I don't think it is a coincidence because I think they are referencing as many songs as they can. This song, mm-hmm. in a way. Um, well, this makes sense now. Why you sent? I know you sent me another <laughs> song called "The Downward Spiral" by Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> yeah, "Downward Spiral" by Nine Inch Nails is like this weird thing going on, and then at the very end, it has it's like Friday a- night lose <laughs> our minds in a downward spiral. Here <laughs> we go, yeah, because we got no control. And then yeah. the album by Bad Religion. <laughs> Yeah, and then like downward spiral is a is a nine inch nails song where at the end has like a punk kind of thing to yeah. it. I think it's the best nine inch nails album. Like I'm not a big nine inch nails fan, but I think that's a really good album. Is it a whole album or is it just a song called uh, Downward Spiral? No, it's an album. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna you, edit this out if it's not, but no, it's a it's like a I thought it was just a song. It's their second album. They did pre Hay Machine and then Downward Spiral. Do you think that that's he's referencing that too, listening to Nine Inch Nails? Yeah. I think so too. hundred percent. I, especially if Skiba was co-writing yes, yes, this. Skiba totally. He's even references in another song. Um, was it, which uh, song was it that he's referencing Marilyn Manson posters? Uh, that's the second, uh, the one before California. Oh, okay. Um, I, I'm spacing on left the name alone? of it. Alone? No, not left alone. Is that teenage satellite? It's the one that's like just total takeoff. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I know which one you're talking about. Um, yeah, those, those three songs. And it just clicked with me that this song just, and, and, and I think, uh, were there any more songs that I'll, you thought I they were referencing? Not that I have yet found, but it was funny because once listeners, I heard no uh, dissect the lyrics of, uh, Kings of the Weekends. So if you can find any more references to, uh, pop punk songs or, yeah. or any, any songs or albums, it sounds, I'm, I'm kind of with you on this. It sounds like they're just trying to jam pack this full of little, yeah, and which I, is something Mark has done before. Like and as he's far back as Josie, that, like yeah. unwritten law and D- DHC or whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, UL and DHC. Right. But the bit of the band, UL was under in yeah. yeah. And so it was one of the things where I was kind of like, um, and he's even said it before, like this, we referenced a lot of California bands and stuff in there. And I, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure in one of the interviews, they said they referenced bad religion. Yeah. 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 And so I remember hearing that and I'm like, I wonder where that bad religion thing is. And I'm like, no control. And I looked that up. I'm like, oh, that's it. No control. And I'm like, all right. No has, control. I'm like, I wonder if there's any others in here. And then I was like, um, I saw the other one, the all or nothing. Oh, because I was thinking about the Skiba, like, you know, says it again, you know, he, yeah. he like those backups when he says that all or nothing. So I'm like, oh, I wonder if all or nothing's one of them too. And I'm like, oh, it's a Pennywise album. And then I was like, downward spiral. That's a weird line. Like, I'm, and I'm like, oh, it's a nine inch nail song. Yeah. It is, so, it is awkward in there, which does like lend credence to the fact it's like probably a reference. Yeah. Which is so great to me. And it makes it just about like, and I was looking at the lyrics as well. And does it say on this one, I thought he was saying, um, uh, because of pop, pu- uh, because of punk rock bands, but is he saying thank God for pop punk bands? 
Yeah, thank God for punk rock bands. It sounds like he says, because of punk rock bands. That's why he's... Uh, I mean, the lyrics could be wrong. I mean, I'm just pulling but, uh, this up from but a I website. Was on, yeah. I saw it on a different site, and it said, thank God for... So that must be the lyrics. That's a, that's dope. I so like it. So that's what the song's about. Well, that, t- Travis was wearing a t-shirt today on Instagram that said uh, something like, thank God for punk yeah, rock. I think it's like a famous shirt or something like yeah. that. Maybe that, was, maybe that was a famous reference, like a little, little Or Or it's just like, cool. maybe like they, Travis was wearing that studio, and then they... Wrote this whole song based on that yeah. shirt. Feld- Feldman was like, Mark, you have five seconds to write this lyric. <laughs> uh, 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 thank God for punk rock bands. <laughs> <laughs> you have five seconds. <laughs> That's going on it. <laughs> That's it. We're locked in. <laughs> no going back. <laughs> yeah. So that was, um, this has become slowly one of my favorites. And uh, I just love that chorus. Um, I love the backgrounds from No Control. We talked about like how the alkaline trio influences were kind of starting to seep in. I feel like Skiba's uh, vo- uh, verse on this has that kind of vibe. Something that comes up in the verse of this too, um, which is something we haven't really seen before from Blink, maybe a little bit in Take Off Your Pants, and as Blink in this like really just as a band, as the the trio of the bass, guitar, and drums, is just this incredibly tight unit that's just like moving in and out of like uh, in the way like the Talking Heads does, where it's just like they just like move in this really tight, cohesive way. Um, Anthem Part Two has that vibe to me. Um, that's why I kind of reference take off your pants, but I like that in this. And I think it's something that this band is sounding tighter than they ever have before in this. Yeah. Album. Especially just going from the verses of the choruses for some reason, just have like this quick, this whip it. snap energy Which is just yeah. like they're pivoting. Like the songs are just pivoting on a dime and just, it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. It's like at any moment, they, it's just like a, like a little, like I want to play Kings running. of the weekend live so bad. Oh my God. It'd be amazing. Just like, I want to, I was going to be like, it's Friday night. Let's lose our minds in the downwards. I know. I'd be singing that part you'd be just yelling no, you'd be the one like <laughs> no, no control <laughs> sure you take the cool part well, i mean you can you can sing i just feel like that's written for you <laughs> all right i mean i could i could do no control but your no control is gonna be better than my no control <laughs> true i'll take it so the next song we get after this is teenage satellites yes which i think this is the most um uh, in a way the most alkaline trio song really and it, it also but at the same time the guitar lick uh that it plays it reminds me a lot of it's the only part in the album that kind of reminds me of neighborhoods um that, that yeah that, that or, like dun, 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 dun. It, it sounds like something tom would have written circa neighborhoods to me i almost think a lot of this song does remind me a lot of neighborhoods. you, you even have like the claps like yeah. You know, like let's go away, which is like something I can imagine Tom putting in. This does sound like a Tom song, and um, yeah, that, that's it. it. Sounds like a Tom, it sounds like a modern day Tom song in a way nothing else in this sounds like to me. Yeah, and uh, this has been one that's taking really long for me to get into. I feel like, and I am been trying to like dissect it, like what why isn't this working for me? And I think I was just first of all like. I got a friend, I remember showing him the album and he wasn't into sober. Cause he's like, I don't think I like the word sober. Like it just, it's weird to me. And for me, teenage satellites was just like a weird thing to say. Even the name sounds like a Tom song. Yeah. Can't you imagine does. that being an and, a- There's a lot of, uh, um, astronaut space, stuff. space stuff. Forgotten astronaut. And I almost think, I mean, this is me and another, I might be just blowing smoke up an ass. This is the fourth song about Tom. I think this is written in Tom's perspective in a way. Like, this is almost like a song written in Tom's perspective. Oh, now let's go away, waste another year. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it'll it spin a while, not- racing through the atmosphere. Like, Tom, we're going to space. Is there, to isn't space. there a second reference to Houston, like in Estonia? Yeah. I think uh, it's kind of interesting, though, to hear Matt playing this, like, Tom DeLonge-esque uh, guitar, like, you know. I really like the chorus in this. I think it's, like, fun as hell. Um, this is one where I think the production really lends itself to this kind of music. Um, it's poppy, but it's not as it's poppy. It's taken a while for me to, to get into it for some reason, and I can't seem to figure out why. Yeah. I think it's it's one of the weaker songs of the album for me, um, and not in a way that Sober was, where it's just like, ooh, this is kind of rubbing me the wrong way. There's nothing about it that rubs me the wrong way. Um, I just I don't think it's necessarily, it just kind of isn't one of the better written songs. Um, the bridge is a little, it again suffers from that symptom that it feels like, okay, here's the bridge, now here's the outro, instead of just naturally going into the, the next part. The lyrics even have like a, sound like something Tom would write. Like something like uh, hit me like a Friday night, like a handgun in a firefight. Like a Friday night in a handgun in a firefight. <laughs> and then there's also another one like um, 
Then you kiss me like a storm at sea. Oh, that does sound like, like I'm Tom. the only one you'll ever need. Left abandoned in the deep end. Like that sounds like something Tom, uh, Tom would write. It does, yeah. And uh, it, yeah, it's weird. It's like let's run away, let's go away for another year, let's spin apart, race through the atmosphere, tumble through the night, burn so bright, we're teenage satellites. That um, sounds totally like that sounds like a like an untitled <laughs> lyric from Tom. Yeah, it does. Or or even neighborhoods a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I almost think I'm like, all right, if I'm, if I think it's about Tom, like everything else I do, um, like me, <laughs> no, I think it's, I think it's fun. Like, I mean, you it's know. almost like how Tom thought of blink. Hmm. I think that's kind of my perspective, my, um, interpretation of the song. Like, like they're, they're kind of writing a song of like, what do we think Tom views us as kind of thing? Um, like it's almost like there's a line in here. Um, let me find it. Real like, quick. like, do you think that the song is kind of like them trying to get inside the head of Tom kind of, kind of. In a way, yeah. Like I can see not to steal your catchphrase. Signal, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Almost in a way, like what's going through his mind of just like wanting to, um, almost uh, like we are a slow descent, forgotten astronauts. We are an avalanche. We're just an afterthought. Like almost like Boom. like Blink Wayne Two is an afterthought. afterthought to him. Yeah. And uh, and it, there's so many astronaut fucking things going on in this in this mm. album uh, or the song. And yeah. so it's kind of like. There, there's for me like there's that impulse to be like oh that means it's about Tom but I think you, it is fair to balance it with the fact that Blink Wing Two Sense Untitled has had a little bit of spaceness to it yeah and we know Tom is obsessed with space but we don't know necessarily that all of that stuff was Tom like some of those things could have been just mutual like that's you know those sounds they like you know true because you do have some of those little synthy spacey like well what I'm trying to like what I try to interpret was what is a teenage satellite? Mm. Like, what do you think that means to you? Cause I'm trying to interpret it and I'm like, what does this song fucking mean? Like, what does that help? Is that that line? Cause so, I'm like, so I something. feel like, um, this song in general to me, uh, what I think it's about is sort of like being stuck in like in any situation, like you're just sort of like stuck in it. And maybe, uh, being a teenage satellite is just sort of like this idea that you're just up in orbit, sort of like on hold. Yeah. While, that's like everything else is going down. Like waste another year you. and stuff like a slacker kind of song. Yeah. And, and so, and I could see like, teenager in general is sort of a metaphor for that where your life is basically like you're like you did all your kid stuff and you're just like waiting to do like you're basically an adult but you're just like waiting to like get out the gate and like do it or you yeah, just land in the ocean yeah you're just thing. a satellite you're just like you're just up there like looking at the world and like all right all right when am i gonna like yeah that's a good way to go see my uh, what i was kind of thinking about it was like save the song i i guess because i'm biased of thinking it's about blink 182 and tom i guess well i think and- a lot of these have to be even if it's subconscious, are going to be about yeah. the situation they went through. And so, how I interpret it is almost like uh, is like a, a forgotten satellite, you know, mm-hmm. and over orbit of like, and that's maybe how Tom was uh, picturing Blink or something. It was just like we're just fucking music for teenagers that were forgotten and we're gone, oh, like, yeah. and we're just going to fall into the ocean someday. Like that's just kind of like and be forgotten. Yeah, and uh, and it's almost like. Um, yeah, like it's 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 almost yeah. That's kind of how I interpreted the song, and maybe I'm wrong, but that's how I read those lyrics, and that's kind of making me like the song more. If that's the case, yeah, because there's something weird about teenage satellites. And, whoa, whoa, yeah. Like I, I just it's it's not. I don't not like it. It's, it's just something's weird. About the it. the the vocals sound a lot like uh to me Skiba's more Skiba's like solo stuff. Like I feel like that's where he's kind of like letting that influence come out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had that frame reference point. I liked it to give a little bit of fuel to your fire. There's the line forgotten astronaut. Tom has written a book called the lonely astronaut. Oh, wow. So yeah. I think case closed on that one. It's closed. Um, do you want to get into left alone? Yes. This is the thing. This is the song that is giving cynical rung for its money for me as, really? as favorite song, wow. even though I think, um, it suffers a little bit from that same problem that uh, the the bridge that sort of kind of awkwardly comes back into that last chorus. Um, I think these last couple songs have not been um, the. Str- I don't dislike well Kings of the Weekend excluded. So Teenage Satellites in this one I think suffer a little bit in songwriting in the way that some of the others don't. But um, God damn, like this sounds like take the vocals out of it. Um, to me, this sounds the most like Untitled Blink is really? besides maybe Bored to Death. I mean, this just sounds like the music of this sounds to me exactly what I imagined Blink would do going further into like, maybe like a not now direction. Um, even like I can see this as an extension of not now and almost better. You know, I feel like this is just so well done. Um, the care that went into the song, I think is unbelievable. 
Um, the thing that really stood out to me uh, and still does is the chorus. And I know some people talked about. Um, I I love how it's what is that like left alone? You never wanted to. And when it gets in the part where it's like break me down, yeah, the guitar really cool. changes and it like gets higher. And it kind of like slowly drown when it, when it gets to the part where it's break, like break me down. I never wanted to, uh, the guitar is like matching what the vocals are saying. And it almost like blurs in a little bit. And I think it's genius that you have that vocoder line there. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I, I kind of took it as like, that is the bridge between the vocals and the guitar. And it further serves to like blur them and almost make like the guitars and the vocals, just one thing, you know, in, in a way that I, mm-hmm loved and, and it was just sort of an example of like the care that went into this song that i don't think we've really seen in since untitled from blink yeah it's one that i'm still it's still going on me i remember being really taken by the chorus also with it because it was so uh it just doesn't stop too like, it, like you sort of like expect it in and it's just like mm-hmm. left alone you never wanted to, and it's like break me it's like you know. yeah what do you think that this song's about because this one i haven't really figured out yet uh, so I kind of took this as not necessarily about Tom, but maybe about how they felt in general mm. about the situation with Tom, you know, really, and maybe that's me just being very simplistic because the song is called left alone. It's about, you know, like being left alone and sort of like, um, unsure of things. Mm-hmm. And, and so I just, I kind of put it in that along with maybe cynical where it's just like, where do we go from here? Kind of yeah. feeling, I don't know. What about, what about you? I, 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 I still haven't really studied this one for some reason. Like it's one, it's another one that's I'm waiting for it to click real, real hard with me, but I do really enjoy the music in it. And I like the chorus a lot and everything, but I haven't, it's one I haven't really read through the lyrics as I've listened to it. Yeah. There. So one, uh, another example of like the, the level of care it is in the lyrics, this for me. And that, uh, it's kind of about like time. The whole song is kind of about time passing. Right. And this, so the first verse is eyes are open, words are spoken. Here's to the sunrise. Head is loaded. Cards are folded under the moonlight. And that's repeated over and over this thing where it's like, basically I'm optimistic. It's the beginning of the day. I'm beaten down. It's the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And like that. So is this thing of like starting out and this is where I think you get like, I feel like this is, I'm assuming heavily Skiba influenced just because I think Skiba is a great lyricist and in this kind of way yeah. um, that this like level of care he has to his lyrics, um, whether or not it was Skiba, you know, whoever, if it was John Feldman, you know, I just, I love the lyrics <laughs> in the song. I like that, that kind of subtle thing that it keeps going to of like starting out with eyes like wide full of promise and then being beaten down. You know, I love Louis CK stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I like this song a lot. Um, and it, yeah, it reminds cool. me, it has that like, uh, groove, groove is the wrong word, but like swinging guitar lines that reminds me a lot of, a. Tom circa untitled riff, you know, that's like feeling this or something that like no one else really plays like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know if he was intentionally trying to emulate that sound, but it worked for me. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you're great. I guess I didn't think about it. That does kind of have, um, a not now sort of vibe to it. Yeah, and it's and it has, the beginning too has kind of like a angels and airwaves kind of thing yeah. going on. It, I, I I think it in a way sounds like it could be in a uh, better than an angels and airwaves song. But it's like <laughs> I think I could imagine it being something that would be like on honestly like this. Even like you remember, you remember the first time. It's kind yeah. of it's a little. You bit, remember, you remember. Yeah, honestly, that? like uh, Tom said, he was trying to push pop pop punk or whatever with overload and like this is where i think this is a song that's the same style of overload just as experimental do, and significant leaps and bounds better you know i could do it for me now kind of thing where yeah repeated yeah uh, such losers <laughs> well so the next song is rabbit hole yes uh just a fun little punk song i think it's great you know we're yeah. especially kind of after all these like they're not mid-tempo but comparatively slower songs that mm-hmm. was like you know yeah yeah, yeah. It, we uh, that's all our thoughts are on our rabbit hole episode down the rabbit hole on that one and we like it and that was one of the ones that was uh people were really decisive about and uh yeah. i still really like that song today somebody at work uh sent me a message where i don't remember why but they said down the rabbit hole and i just first thing i sent to him was the youtube link to that song nice <laughs> and that's then funny. she said like she just messaged back haunted house good job blink that's all it said. What? Was like, is that a dig? I think that was a dig. What's wrong with Haunted House? Yeah. I don't know. It was just maybe she didn't like the... She probably didn't even... You are Haunted House. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think it's. I think the placement in this is perfect, especially towards the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the end is a little slower, and it, it's getting a little weirder. It snaps you back. Yeah. It's a nice little palate cleanser in the way they built this pool is. Yeah. And um, so I'm wondering, is this where we're getting into that brick of your three songs that you are, you're saying is your favorite streak? Um, it probably is. I mean, even including rabbit hole in a way, but, um, so after this is San Diego, which we, we've been talking back and forth. It sounds like this, is this your favorite song? Of the uh, I think it could be. It's definitely the one that stuck out first. So I don't want to upset you, but this is one of the low points on the album for me. I do wow. like it, but I would easily say I like Los Angeles more at this point. Wow, you're crazy. I know, I know. San <laughs> Diego's so much better. I do like it. I like it. I like the song. I don't dislike it. But uh, yeah, so what? why Why is this um, so um, high for you? Well, it was one of those things where Mark has even said, he's like, California is this great place to live, but it has this dark neath under, uh, underbelly kind of thing. And this yeah. is that song. I mean, I would say LA is too. <laughs> I would also say California is. I think that all of them kind of do a good job yeah, of capturing true. that vibe. But um, to me, uh, it the, the thing that sticks out the most is the Skiba chorus is my favorite chorus in the whole album. That is, that's and, my favorite part of the song. And, and it, for me, it kind of saves it because I'm not really a big fan of the rest of it, but I just, maybe the way I feel about this chorus is the way you feel about that bridge in LA. Like, I love this chorus. It's so good. Yeah, like, it's that, and like, I think it like, I think it's like two minutes and two seconds. The whole song comes together in this point where I think it's my favorite part of the album. And it's just, it's just like the riff, but yeah. it, all the guitars come in and it's, it's just, and there's yeah. like, there's harmony. In the it's, it's, uh, listening to it recently. It was sort of, it's one of the few moments where there really is no, there's quiet vocals, but there's no lead vocal going yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. Which I almost wish there was a little bit more of throughout the album. Yeah. And this is the point where it like kills it for me, where it's almost like, uh, that really cool moment. And I forget what song it is. It's on take off your pants and jacket. It's like the fifth or sixth song where there's like that kind of like, is it, what the, the rock f- show <laughs> no story of a lonely guy maybe it's story of a lonely guy i don't know if that's it it's the one that has the sort of like this kind of breakdown sort of at the end of it i feel like uh one of the last songs or one of the bonus tracks has it maybe it is like, maybe, uh, maybe it's one of the last please songs. take me home maybe it's please take me home yeah that yeah no i think that might be time to break up no it's not oh <laughs> i never <laughs> did do anything as she lasts and it's better than everything happens stay yeah. in the what's on and then anything every time I, like every time i look for you oh god yeah. why did it take me so long to figure that out yeah, it took both of us i don't know for some reason yeah, i have flashbacks to that in in a weird way yeah. at that point even though it's not the same thing no i could i could i totally see it yeah um and then the chorus the melody of it is so good the lyrics are amazing yeah and the cure reference and it's almost like we left san diego and we never looked back and it's it, it, the thing is, you can replace San Diego with any. I was thinking other place. I think you could replace it because I was thinking about this. Is you know, it's sort of a wistful song about nostalgia and, and friends and everything. And I was reminded of the time we talked about in the show, uh, driving to see Blink and in, mm-hmm. in, in L.A. You know, just driving to L.A. and seeing Blink and like hanging out in parking lots and stuff. And you we're know? never like, going back to Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, we did go back. Phoenix. But... <laughs> Don't never go back to Phoenix. Phoenix. Doesn't really work. There's not enough. Uh, syllables going on in that. <laughs> yeah. I'm back to me, so... No, I don't know. For some reason, it clicks with me. And yeah, I guess your Mark's verses aren't the best kind of thing, but it's just sort well, of what like threw this... me off was the uh, guitar riff. That that intro guitar riff to me. <laughs> the first time I hear it, I hate to say this, um, and it, it might change the more I hear it, but it just sounded... As soon as I heard it, the first thing it just sounds like, is this like a Sublime song? <laughs> so. Like it's do do do. It reminds me of like Stay Together for the Kids or something. Yeah, maybe listening to more will have that. I, I mean, Mark does definitely have like yeah, almost like a reggae so and there's definitely like kind of like a reggae like beat or bass going on, which I don't know is like a bad I don't think so. Dun, 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 dun. Maybe reggae is the wrong word, maybe like dub or something, but it's just like this kind of it's like a Southern California kind of music, you know, but it's not something I'm really used to hearing in 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 Blink and it, it kind of took me aback, but I don't know if it's necessarily bad. Um I think the bass in this is really fun. Like it's some of one again, a, Mark is really stepping outside of his comfort zone with the bass. And oh, I think the whole album playing. is stepping outside of his comfort zone. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Like it's like I, the, I guess it's like the chorus just shines through so much for me that like I don't even I couldn't even like sing the verses to you for some reason. Yeah. It was just like the chorus was so good. It's just like pff, I don't even <laughs> I don't need anything else, you know. And I just love that like yeah, like um 
I can't sleep, cause what if I dream of going back to San Diego and got a one-way yeah, like yeah. that Yeah, like almost that whole, that little uh, pre-chorus right there is like a Tom written all over what it. What if I dream of going back to San Diego? So do you think this is about Tom? Not, not necessarily, but like... <laughs> Not necessarily, <laughs> but there is that whole thing of him going to San Diego when they're all yeah. in LA. So they could, I mean, maybe I, I think it's about Tom in, in so far as like, this is a song about their youth and, and going back to like their beginnings and that involves him in some way, but it, it involves maybe. a lot of things. I think it's almost like Mark's part almost has like this, uh, thing talking about the, um, like this, like it's like this darkness of like how he views uh, San Diego, this like bad place now kind of thing. Like I can't go back there ever. Well, and, and Mark and, wasn't from San Diego. I mean, he's from Ridgecrest, yeah. which is probably I think it's closer to L.A. than it is San Diego. Yeah, but I don't know. For some reason, the Skiba chorus just kills it for me, and it's so good in the ending of the song. And uh, I just I can I love a Cure reference, and um, just seems relatable in a way. Like just like we left. We left San Diego to go to a Cure concert, and we can't go back now. We're just yeah, here we are. Yeah, I don't know. There's something, it's, something, something great about that and relatable. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm with you. That, I mean, that I mean maybe it's just because I just left home, and it's like something about that. Yeah, that's gonna, yeah, that's something we haven't talked about. But um, we, both of us don't live in cities where we're from. You know, mm-hmm. we've all so there's something very relatable about the core of that song, which is leaving people and leaving your hometown. And, and that, that combined with the chorus, which is just so great on every level does kind of save the song for me and, and take the verse, which I, I just don't particularly like, uh, it does, it kind of is willing to whitewash that for me and, mm-hmm. and just, but, but it, I still, it, I don't have the unbridled enthusiasm for the song as I do some other ones, but I see. I, mean, I think thing, I see what you like, like about you it. Like, you don't like kaleidoscope, and I do. Maybe this song kind of this reminds is, this me of the, kaleidoscope. This is the kaleidoscope. I could see that. I could see this uh, this being similar to that kind of just song. having like a similar vibe where it's two things that don't really match up for you in a yeah. way, but for some reason it clicks with me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, we're in the home stretch here. I mean, this is already our longest yet. I think we're at like an hour and a half, or maybe over. Jesus. Uh, but I mean, this is the California extravaganza. So yeah. we got, uh, if you're still with us, folks, the only <laughs> thing that matters. What I want to say about this song right off the bat is I had a grin in my face. The first, like the beginning of the song, it's just like, this is, this is, if we're going to relate this to an era, this is the anima song. And this is without a doubt, uh, talking about the production, just the music, everything about it, the closest especially that first 30 seconds, the closest I've heard to anything sounding like Enema of the State by Blink or any other band. I just never thought I would hear a song like this in my lifetime. I just never, it's kind of like slapping me in the face. I was just not expecting this. Um, (laughs) And I love it. I, I feel like to me, this song before it kind of preps you up for the real ending of California, um, the song California. And to me, this seems like a quick little victory lap. And it, it, it's a good example of whipping back and forth between styles. Cause I think you start out with that enema thing. And when Skiba comes in, I feel like then it just switches to an alkaline trio yeah, song. So, someday. <laughs> and I, I feel like it's Skiba just doing his little victory lap of like, I'm alkaline guy. We'll go chasing Tom to kills and we'll go, you know, like that little thing. It's and, and my pictures television and my pictures. Cause I'm the only thing that matters. Whoa. Well, it's almost like, what is he side Like that? He, she took all his stuff or something like yeah, that. Yeah, just like she took my flat screen television and my paintings by Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. It's just it's a like a, fun... it's like an alkaline trio song with Blink One Two lyrics. I can, uh, yeah, that, I, I can that, see that, that. Like that part of the song. Right? I, I feel like to me this is. Um, this is the song that is about if a lot of these songs are sort of about where the band is at, this is like, Hey, we're blink One Eighty Two and alkaline trio now. <laughs> and like, that's like, let's just put a song in there. That's straight up blink One Eighty Two and alkaline trio. That's sort of how I read this song. And, um, I, I just love it. I mean, this is just a fun as hell song for me and just something I wasn't expecting. Um, it's, it's a classic throwback in just a fun way. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, if it was a whole album of this, I'd be like, Oh, I'm a little bummed that they're just retreading old ground. But as one song, or you know one of i'd put this in the category of like she's out of her mind mm-hmm. but a little less poppy than that um but as a couple of songs I just, it's so great it's just so yeah, fun to I hear this music again classic and i think what separates it from something like even if she falls or this is home when other songs where i felt they were trying to go back to that well 
this still has that same amount of vital energy that those some original sort of, songs yeah, had. Yeah, some sort of yeah, energy. That spark, spark is here. It. It's back. Yeah. I mean, this is it feels on par with any one of those songs to me. I mean, I, I feel like this is the songwriting caliber of Enema State or Take Off Your Pants and Jacket uh, without any reservations. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucking cool. It is. I don't know if there's anything else to say about this one. Like, this is, I don't know if this is a song that really lends itself to dissection. Yeah, it's, it's just, just about a fun like, as hell song. It reminds yeah. me of Roller Coaster, kind of, from Take Off Your Pants yeah, in a, good, a way. That's a good or um, on Take Off Your Pants or Going Back to Enema, Don't Leave Me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw some people saying the bass line is actually similar, supposed to be is it? a similar chord progression as Don't Leave huh. Me. Um, but yeah, just that, I can't get over the first like 30 seconds with that. I just never thought I'd hear something like that. Yeah. The only thing that's different, I would say in this era, it's just like the, the harmonies are just something that's not usually hasn't been yeah. blank. And, that's, and I, that's the Feldman. And I think a little bit of Skiba too. Yeah. 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 Um, and plus and yeah. So having someone that can harmonize with them at least, you know? Yeah. You I fucking love before. harmonies, man. Yeah, me too. I mean, my favorite bands are like animal collective beach boys, beetle, you know, I like stuff like the grizzly bear, you know, mm-hmm. um, stuff is great. Um, so is there anything else you want to say about this or it's pretty great. I love that bass. I love the beginning. It kind of about that bass. Yeah. All about it. I love that chorus with Skiva comes in. That's pretty awesome. And just, yeah. And th- this is the one that I'm talking about. It has the Travis sort of like pop. Like it's when he comes in, it's when, when he gets some Yeah. There's like this, that is kind of like a, jo- I could imagine that, that beat being on like a Joyce manner. Yeah. Like that has like a, it's like that kind of poppy sort of like uh it's not poppy but like a pop to it like with his hands like he's doing like yeah i wonder is it hitting like a ride symbol maybe there's some kind of like airiness to it yeah it's funny you were describing it as airy now i know what you're talking about i'm also describing it as airy but i don't know how to explain it i don't know how to explain either but that listeners if any of you out there are drummers and you can tell us what that sound is if that's a style of rhythm is called yeah what yeah but yeah it's just like fun as hell it, it it's almost like yeah like a joy like a joyce manor song would sound like yeah right, that like that like like schlee or something like the build-up you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. uh god i i love it um well should we get into california california here we come Sorry. wrong song oh it's oh that's not the song on the album <laughs> no oh oh no I, was, I have heard the wrong song no um i'm kidding um i feel like you should go to this because i've been like blabbing a lot uh so what do you what do you think about the, the last song california uh, on california yeah it's just, it's a probably the cutest song on the on the album i think even cuter than home is such a lonely place really? oh, i what? think so uh, i don't know about that but um, it's it's up there it's one of those two for sure <laughs> and uh because i feel like it's referencing you know little boxes on the hillside yeah totally i could totally i feel like mark hoppus would be a fan of weeds yeah i well, feel like he's was, probably I think that was a song before weeds i feel like wasn't it uh maybe but i feel like he would probably know it from that yeah <laughs> I just I'm saying I can imagine Mark Hoppus being a fan of Weeds hearing that song. What was cool about like, oh, that theme song on Weeds is that like in the last seasons they had would. different bands like I think like uh, Death Cab did one and stuff. Hometown Heroes, uh, Portland's own Decemberists, I'm pretty sure did one. I don't know. That <laughs> was, was cool. Yeah, good idea. I think it's just a cute little song, and um, I love that living in the perfect weather. And it's like yeah. uh, it got another Jimmy World type vibe yeah. to it for good, sure. Like Goodbye Sky bing, Harbor. Bing, bing, bing. With the drums, too, the, like, kind of skittering electronic drums. It reminded me of, like, Jimmy World Clarity kind of stuff, or also, like, the Postal Service kind of vibe. Yeah, I almost wish that it, uh, my only downside with this song is I almost wish it went harder, like, at the end. Like, it almost needed to even go longer and harder for a little while. And that's how you feel another, I'm going to put this in a column of evidence that it's a Jimmy World song, because you said that about a lot of Jimmy World songs, I know, like, uh, Invented, (laughs) uh, off of Invented. I I love that song. You're like, I wish it just kept going, though. Like, I wish... When they rocked out at the end, they just kept rocking out. Uh, like that song, I like a lot. But like the the by Scott Harbor, if you haven't heard, it's on Clarity. On they, Jimmy is that like, that why you like it? Because it's fifteen fucking minutes, and they're like, the, the finally is, they the, rocked out. The live version is not as long. They they like half it up. I yeah. think the live. But like, I almost feel like it, it would have been even if it went like it's like there's a dang 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 like it should almost get like like this need a travis solo at the end of it or something like yeah it's missing one i think it thing. i think it would be good with that but i also still like it going back to my sort of the way i'm taking this album in is, is this is a lot of ideas just back and like in like a joyce manor thing like schlee 
that's a song that I, at the same time, I wanted to keep going on. I love that it's like just mm-hmm. a minute long, you know, and I, I feel that way about this. I would love it to go out longer, but I do like the idea that's just like getting it out too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just want this like weird instrumental at the end, and, and I'd rather have that than Bohemian Rhapsody in a weird mm. way. Um, so uh, something I want to say about California that I've read a lot is that it has really saccharine lyrics. Saccharine, I, yeah, like like really overly sweet and mm. i i think i don't know it's, if they're just like missing why, the point of the song like this is the song that's about like it's not a pro california song really i mean in a way it is but it's um it's sort of like the good and the bad of california like the theme of that california is this beautiful place but also has this dark underbelly mm-hmm. and this song like it's like living like living in the perfect weather spending time inside together is not meant to be sweet like it's sort of like you're wasting your life inside yeah and, like you're inside of computers and stuff it's and... like almost like in a way like okay computer type lyrics where it's just like your life like you're doing nothing with your life you have no real friends um <sighs> Like there's, there's a line about like something about friends, like how you never see your friends or well, something. Well, there's like wearing all black on the beach. Yeah, wearing all black on the beach. I've seen in magazines. Yeah, like uh, there, there's just this idea that like I don't think it's anti-California, that, but it's it's certainly not overly saccharine to me. It's almost like why it took this long for Blink to write this song. Yeah, I think it's a it's a really great summation of. Um, not only California, it's a great ode to California in the way I think LA is a great ode to LA. And that's something that I think is, uh, I think, ode to LA. That might be a little little strong there, but it just it sort of sounds like the city in a way. And it's something I feel like might be missing from San Diego, but I, I get from California and Los Angeles. is like It feels like it sounds with the subject, it sounds like the subject matter, you know? Um, and this is sort of like, I think a, San Diego is almost a song. It's supposed to be a hometown. It's his hometown. It can be any hometown. Yeah. Yeah. It's the every, the every town. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I could see that too. Um, but yeah, so, so the song California, I think it has this nice kind of like sun drenched vibe. When I listen to the song, I think of, uh, the beach and the way like the last Weezer album, I just felt had a very unidentifiable beach vibe to mm-hmm. it. Uh, maybe it was just it was the album cover. So it was just in my. <laughs> that was head. a good cover. It was. It was. It was a really good cover. I like it. Weezer, Weezer has never Weezer, had a bad yeah. cover. Uh, yeah, I mean, we vary our opinions on Weezer, but I I will give you, <laughs> with the exception of Make Believe, always been a good cover. I don't think Make Believe is fine. That's like a Lincoln Park cover. What? It's like a bad Lincoln Park cover. Lincoln it's like Park? a later. Have later you seen years. a Lincoln Park cover? Yeah, it's like a. It's like a. It's like a. Uh, what's the one where they're all staying on the beach? Minutes of midnight. It reminds me of something like that. Or like uh, Weezer's first album has them all staying next to each other. Yeah, but it's before. like just it's beautiful though. It's like just blue, and they're just like stand there like schmucks. It's great. That's that's a great album cover. <laughs> yeah, but this one is like almost exactly the same. But there's it's all like kinds someone of weird someone like some thing. lives journals like yeah, shitty I think that's the Photoshop idea. of it. it. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, we don't I'm like make believe. We don't. Yeah, we don't need to go down this rabbit hole. Maybe when we're out of blink stuff, we can start talking about music. <laughs> yeah, I'd be open to that. Um, so, so yeah, I like the song a lot. Um, I think uh, I think it's been a little unfairly criticized for being overly sweet because I think the lyrics are meant to be not so much like that. I, I think there's a lot of darkness in this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and I love how much like a Jimmy Eat World song it sounds to me. I mean, yeah. this really sounds like a song off Clarity in a good way. Like mm-hmm. it has that kind of spacey quality. Um, I think we're getting a more like Mark is trying with these vocal lines i mean these are really different melodies than he's sung before yeah a lot of them yeah. um he's kind of going all over and and these melodies some of them on this song in particular home is such a lonely place as well i think they're just great i mean they're just good good we melodies in a song black out on the beach <laughs> <laughs> like that's like different yeah yeah i mean it's yeah. just like uh hey used to you yeah it definitely has a like a Beige lot. little boxes in a row. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's, there's a weird line too, but it makes sense. I mean, we're like yeah, how Southern is, how California. How do people hear beige little boxes in a row and think it's like, oh, it's great? Like, no, that's not meant to be a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm from the fucking neighborhood that was all beige little boxes in a row. That's what I grew up in too. Yeah. yeah. It's Southern California, much like Arizona, like Frank Ocean why, says. That's why I'm here in hipster ass Portland is I didn't <laughs> want to be in the suburbs. <laughs> Yeah, every damn town uh, in in Arizona and in Southern California, every fucking in New Mexico too. It's Southwest. Yeah, I mean Arizona. Yeah, Arizona is really similar to Southern California, I think. Yeah, and they all have this. The neighborhoods look exactly the same, except there's no hills in Arizona. Yeah, Arizona's just flatter. <laughs> Like, but it's all beige little boxes in a row, so yeah. it's super relatable. I feel like if I was a kid, and I heard that, I'd be like, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> this I I like I I really like this song. Yeah. It's I'm I I really 
this whole album, I'm I excited for people to discover Blink-182 with yeah. this album. Not I'm, like Neighborhoods, but with this one. Yeah. And, you know, I've heard, you know, stuff can be geared towards youth and still be great. Like, Pixar is fucking awesome, you mm-hmm. know? And not that I think this is like a children's album or anything like that, but um, I don't think necessarily because it's geared towards youth, it means it's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is there anything else you want to say about California, or should we just wrap up to the masterpiece of Bohemian Rhapsody? <laughs> um, I think you covered it, really. Like, I, I Jimmy World comes to mind a lot, and um, being from fucking Mesa, Arizona, where Jimmy World's from, they're like, our, they're if there are hometown heroes down there and, and, uh, and, uh, it just, it's cool to hear that. Cause yeah. you know, the Jimmy fans, they've said yeah. it before, even Tom, I think is the biggest Jimmy fan. I think they played it as wedding. Yeah. So it's just cool to finally hear that come full circle in a way. And, um, it just, it's almost like it's a, such a bummer that we've only had now two blink albums in how long, uh, over 15, like almost 15 years about, yeah, so, two, so 2003 2003 so 13 years we've had two blink albums yeah and, and so it's like ah, that's so long and yeah. so I, like all these songs they have so much ground to cover yeah like it, it's almost like stuff they've probably should have written all, or been come out yeah. already in a way like yeah. if they were to put albums out every two years or something yeah then we would have heard almost these songs i feel like already yeah like these are i felt like like i said this earlier right, just so needed, what do you mean by that is that they're, they sound like Blink songs to you. Is that is that what, kind of what you're getting at? Um, some of them, but like I think some of them are just like what we like. There's a lot of them that do, a lot of them that don't. But uh, stuff that I think they would have written. I mean, they would have been a little different. I think with uh, Tom for sure. Um, but I think we would have heard some of a lot of these ideas maybe earlier. I, mean, yeah. I, I know that they did write it like on the fly kind of thing, but um, like getting making a Jimmy at World type song and making like this another old punk song and yeah. trying to do a fucking uh, new metal song with Los Angeles. I guess <laughs> I don't know if it's new metal, but uh, yeah, I, guess, I forgot. We're, I'm like wrapping it up, but we haven't done Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, so the only thing about Bohemian Rhapsody I want to say is that like it's great. Um, it reminds me of like a Sum 41 like paid for pleasure. Like it's a little bit of metal thing. Obviously, throwback Cheshire with that riff, which is fun as hell. Um, I've seen people say like, oh, they wasted a good riff on like they wasted a beautiful riff on like no, that's a throwaway riff. That's a riff that took five seconds. Yeah. Like mean, 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 like a good riff that took time was probably wasting time. You know, yeah, this is just like like it's like just you know like and it's, it's nothing but it's 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 perfect in the song it's great and it's fun to hear that kind of stuff but it's like it's not like they did not waste a genius riff on this it's kind of weird because like i'm kind of I, I think it's really funny and it's, it's great and it's kind of funny it closes the album but in a weird like i almost want like the sad california to be the end of the album i love that this comes back after that though because it's just like eh, we're still blink like eh. <laughs> like it, it leaves you on a fun little beep like yeah. <laughs> that's all folks <laughs> yeah it's like it totally serves to be like that's all folks <laughs> that, was yeah, a better, that was a better uh porky the pig than i thought i had in me yeah we should so we should uh well i don't know is there anything else you want to say about bohemian not necessarily i think it's cool it's weird it's funny that um people are i've said a lot like mark is so much uh fucking um auto tune on but that's not it's a vocoder and it's meant to be like or i think it's meant to be referenced like a behemoth rhapsody as like the queen choir yeah yeah it's like it's totally that like a million versions of mark singing at the same time you know yeah which is kind of funny it's stupid but (laughs) it's stupid as hell yeah yeah, it's like i don't know yeah i agree um so to wrap the album up, you were kind of g- getting there. Yeah. Um, and I, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, I think a lot of this album is just about looking back and looking forward and sort of looking back, taking stock and like, where are we at and how do we go from here? And, it, and I think keep it, it and keep it fun and keep it fun. Yeah. And I think that's something that is universal outside of the blink experience. I mean, I think there's, I think this is a good album for moments in your life when you're in your period of transition. And, and you know, if, if I, if someone was going through like a breakup or just moved to a city, um, any kind of those things, I think this is an album for that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's ultimately a positive album. It's sort of like, Hey, it, it reminds me of like, Hey, shitty things are going on. Well, like, they're shitty because you were happy once and like yeah. think about those times and think about looking forward you know it's a lot of transitions like i think trans- it can be someone transitioning from teenage to adult or you know like you said transitioning to a new place or new jobs or 
breakups um, breakups or even like starting a new your, relationship like with um turning the, 30 i think it's for that that's how i'm relating to this album in a yeah way. it's just like fuck me 30 in, in less than a year well, so well for me too as um someone who's like you know single and uh but dating that oh my god why am i spacing on the name of the song that she she's out of her she's mind, out of her mind. It kind of reminds me, it, that's a great song, I think, for like falling for someone and just sort of being like, oh God, is she crazy though? Like, is this like... <laughs> well, I just went through that, so yeah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, this person in this song, I could see that fitting the bill oh, totally. in, in a way. The whole time. Yeah. Black Skirt. Like, I mean, it was this song the... Does she like Bauhaus? She probably never heard of him. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, the whole thing of like, um, how's the chorus go to this fucking thing? Uh, God, we've been like, I'm like my brain's fried right now with blink stuff we've been going for like two hours i know uh, uh um i'm like singing kings of the weekend in my head right now <laughs> jesus i'm like i'm having a Jeez. mental breakdown i can't believe i can't remember the song <laughs> at all i can't remember it at all what i'm a, in deep with this girl but she's I'm out of this, her mind i'm in Whoa. deep with this girl i'm like yes i'm in too deep i'm in too deep and i'll try Trying to keep I, I like the, i like the line she said babe i'm sorry but i'm crazy tonight yeah. i like i kind of that's that's a fun line yeah it's that's like oh, sorry i'm so crazy tonight. i'm fucking she's got a black shirt and a black skirt and bow house stuck in her head she's that b2 that was another thing that reminded me of weezer and that song yeah, yeah, you said it sounds like a new or that and Kings of the Weekend sound like a newer Weezer. Like this one, a good this, new Weezer. This song. one, the Kings of the Weekend sounds like a newer Weezer to me in a good way. This to me, uh, the chord, the everything about it doesn't except for the chord progression. It reminds me of a Blue Album Weezer song mm. like that. You'd have to change a lot of other things about the song to make it sound like a Blue Album song, but just the general port chord progression, it reminded me of that. Yeah, and that kind of drums of like doom da da doom da doom da da. So yeah, I mean, I think uh, we're all pretty positive on this album. Yeah, I mean, where would you where would you um, put this in the pantheon of Blink? Oh God, that's and, and obviously this is going to change, but um, just sort yeah. of like gut feeling. I think in the middle, in the middle. So what would it be like? What were what are some things you don't have to like list? You know exactly where it is, but what are some things you you think this is better than, and what are some things you think this is worse than? Um, I do think. This definitely has this energy and fun that, that neighborhoods was lacking. Agreed. Um, it's it's cool to like. I do think if I was to say like, it's easier for me to say things I didn't really like because I kind of talked about everything I liked. Yeah. If I uh, I do agree with people that like maybe the guitar should, could have been louder, and I think it's just because I I do like more guitar driven yeah. stuff, and. Um, and like to like you know dig into what the lyrics are instead of just like hear them all flat out, right? Um, which is a sense of just how this they were go- what they were going with this. They were going for sing alongy pop album, which I pre- I can appreciate what they're doing, you right? Know? Um, like I like anybody, it'd be cool to hear like a weird raw punk rock album, like like fucking I don't know, like Joyce Manor or something. That'd yeah. be great, but that's not what they're doing. That's not who they are. Um, they're fucking rock stars making pop music. Honestly, if the they had masses. come out with a totally raw punk album, I'd probably be having the same reaction where like I'd like that, but I'd also be like, oh, it'd be cool to hear a pop album too. Like it, well, I just, as long as they're doing something, these are both the idea of Blink doing a pop album to me is cool and exciting in the same way that Blink doing a raw punk album is exciting. Like they're both just two different things that I'm equally as excited about. Like, I mean, it matters probably with the, I mean, not that they're like trying to make things for the critics or whatever, but I could totally <laughs> see the next one being a little more wacky, like yeah. a little more different and trying and maybe even spending more time in the studio. To it's going to be it. really interesting to hear. Um, I mean the demos, the EP is going to be sweet to hear whatever that is, but I'm, it is going to be really interesting to see where they go from here. I loved, I would love to hear even what they came up with before they yeah. went in like that, I, that EP. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Cause there's so many, um, yeah, I mean, but the thing is I do enjoy it. I think it's fun and I'm having a good time. I don't know if everyone's going to like this album and I know people don't like it, but uh yeah i mean it's really divisive um, yeah but i'm having uh, it's hard to say cause i have having a good time with it there's parts i like and parts i don't but um i don't think it's like their best album like the i think still think the self-titled untitled is their fucking masterpiece and uh they won't it's gonna be hard to ever top that mm-hmm. but um and then also enemy of the state is just like so perfect mm-hmm. um the platonic ideal and then, of and, and then but i used to say dude ranch was my favorite but like i like at one point in my life as well um 
But so this one is, it kind of falls in the middle of just like, I, I love hearing Mark write music again. Like I wish he would just more, put more music out there in the world. Um, and it's cool to have, he has a buddy that's writing good music with him. Yeah. Skiba. Um, so it's, it's cool. I mean, I do I, like my brother, for instance, I've asked him like, what do you think of it? Yeah. And he just can't, he's Mrs. Tom. Like he's like, huh. I, he's like, it's hard. It's not doing it for me without Tom for some reason. And I could see that with people and I, and I'm almost a Tom guy forever, but I just n- been following it so hard that I'm like, it's holding Mark back and it's cool to see Mark. Like, let's make some cool music, make some weird music. Let's make some fun old school stuff. Let's also try some other stuff and let's do some joke songs. Yeah. Like let's, he just wants to keep let's doing do whatever, and having fun. Yeah. And, um, he, branding is a big thing. And if you have that name, blink One Eight Two is a lot b- bigger to have and better than having some fucking yeah. no name band. And I think, for me, it's totally fine to keep the Blink music, like the Blink. This this sounds like Blink Wayne Two music, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm all right with them using that name, 100. percent Yeah, me too. I mean, what? It it's like, I mean, it's a hard thing. It is true. It's hard replacing members, but it's happened a lot in fucking music. And times I and, I think Matt crushed it, you know. With yeah. This. So for me, I'd I'd rank this uh, definitely above anything they've done since the untitled. I mean, I'm, I'm with Travis in that sense that I think this is their best album in 10 years. I mean, it's just the songwriting. I think this neighborhood's pales in comparison to this and in almost every way, the production songwriting, the songwriting, especially though, is just, you can really tell, um, kind of some stuff we've went over before, like that chorus and left alone. Um, the, you know, the bridge to bored to death. There's this level of care and detail that just wasn't present in, in, uh, neighborhoods. Um, and I might even put it above, uh, take off your pants and jacket. Wow. Um, I like that album. I mean, I obviously love that album. Um, oh, you know what? I meant forgot to mention. Hmm. I feel like Teenage Satellites, in a way, almost came off as uh, like Anthem Part Three for me in a in a, hmm. in a strange way. I could see that. Yeah, I could. I, don't know. I, don't know. I could totally see it. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. I just start throws you off. No, you yeah, think- no. Well, so so yeah. So I, I'd put it above Take Off Your Pants, and I think it's because uh, Take Off Your Pants is for me where uh, some of the lyrics. I, I kind of prevent me from getting into him as an adult. Anthem part two kind of doesn't really work for me anymore. I kind of can't listen to it without cringing at the lyrics, even though I like everything else about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I, the thing is that for me, like online songs is be- like, it's, was, it's was when I was a kid, it was one of the ones that was skipped and now it's become like same my repeat same song. And I just, I find when I listen to take off your pants, there's a lot more songs that I am. I still love it. Um, but it, there's a lot more stuff that I skip and it, it's kind of become a little uneven for me. And I like this because it has a level of effort and excitement to it to take off your pants. We named our have. fucking podcast about an album you don't like. I love I'm it. I, I love I'm it. Just <laughs> I'd give "Take Off Your Pants" like a nine out of ten. Like it's great. Um, but I, I, I just think this, this for now anyway, it's better than that. But I would definitely put it still under "Enema of the State" and "Untitled" as well. Probably "Dude Ranch" um, because you know, I mean, yeah reasons that obvious but um but yeah so but i think it's i think it could change yeah a lot of ways like i could see this yeah it's it's weird to see a really vocal it's, heavy album i mean yeah if i was like ask say like i would if i was to change anything i would want more just instrumentals yeah and, same. and I think a little I bit louder too. guitar and that's probably about it that's probably the only thing i would change about i the think whole i'm with album. you yeah and uh which otherwise i do love i don't like that aspect about the production but i do like everything else i think the guitars sound great the bass sounds great like this guitar sounds like a punk rock guitar finally after neighborhoods we get like a nice sounding Mm -hmm. guitar that sounds like it's going through a microphone and not just straight into a garage band you know shitty distortion preset you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's, it's fun as hell it's just it's great to have them back you know yeah, I, it really warms my heart. I'm I'm happy that we're here, in 2016, and it sounds like a Blink album. Yeah, it does. It's and uh, I'm just excited to see where it takes them, and I'm I hope for the best. I hope for the best. Uh, like I I want to see Sober fucking be a goddamn huge song. Yeah, I know Los Angeles is gonna be like someone mentioned us on a subreddit that they're like. Oh then when since the St. Louis Rams moved to LA and it's now the LA Rams like they're oh, just gonna, like in a football stadium yeah awesome. like or that'd the, be so, oh, come on tell me that it's gonna sound. play as they run on the field that'd be how 
tell me you wouldn't be stoked that like Blink 182 w- becomes like a the mat like their song is like the team song for a national sports team. <laughs> That's amazing. Like uh, it's it like, could be Love Is Dangerous. I'd be stoked. I'm sure we're gonna hear it play during fucking Fox uh, NFL. Like they're in the commercials. It's gonna play. Oh, I can't. Los wait. Angeles. Like with like highlights and shit, which I'm almost like okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> all right well, let's do this yeah guess we're doing this now i mean yeah so we'll see i'll take it yeah <laughs> but i mean i just i hope yeah because it's people people i love mark and travis and now skiba is now you know he's rubbing that that boner a little bit now too is that uh it's cool to see success and you i mean yeah it, it it's almost there's the irony that people were complaining about enema being too poppy and everything when <laughs> right. it came out and now it's just like something i've said i've said thing. time and time on this show is that people are complaining blink is pop garbage and that's what they said in their heyday so if they're saying blink is pop garbage then blink is back on track yeah <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so that's cool well i think uh we've been going for two hours and five minutes fuck uh, do you think it might be time for, I mean, for another beer? Should we keep going for another hour? <laughs> I mean, I got places to go. I feel like it might be good for me to, uh, you know, I'm just looking around at my pants on the floor here. Is there anything like I should do with them? I mean, I guess it's time. Just go ahead and put them back on, buddy. Yeah.